Hello. Welcome to Unloaded, brought to you by our lovely friends at Viaplay. Well, I'll say lovely. It's a couple of dodgy ones in the Dublin office, isn't there? <laughs> you won't like it. Um, for those listening to this, for those watching it, we are joined like every threesome, like the Musketeers, um, like the Ghostbusters. We've got our very own Winston, uh, former World Cup winner, South African former captain Bobby Skinstad is joining us, which makes us a four, which makes us like the A-team or Sex and the City Girls. John, who would you be in Sex and the City? Uh, who's the one that's real slag? <laughs> Samantha, you're Samantha. I'm Miranda. I'm Miranda. Very smart. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, well done. Well done. I, um, boys, is <laughs> Halloween's been and gone. You take your mask off now. Come on. Let's see your real face. Oh, Bob, Bob, welcome. Welcome to Thanks, this episode of Unloaded. How have you been? Where have you been? And have you celebrated? Uh, I've been been very good, thanks. A little bit a little bit rushed with, with uh, two sets of rugby games going on. Uh, URC starting at the same time as the World Cup was finishing, but uh, I'm, I'm back in at it. I'm, I'm grafting on the weekend um, and looking forward to it. Celebrated a little bit, not, not too much. I only finished... Um, Commentary late at night, so so I had a I had a, a steak frites with my son on the Champs Elysees, um, and he was a permitted half a beer, and uh, and I had one or two, and then toasted the spring box and went off to bed. It's uh, the, the Frenchies stay up late, mate, until two he's in the morning. So he's nine years old, mate. He deserves to be treated to <laughs> half a beer. Um, right, give us your thoughts on South Africa. Obviously, fourth World Cup, they did it their own way. No specialised hooker after Malcolm Marks went. They're calling for scrums off Marks in their own 22. They've got four scrum halves. I mean, 7-1 split on the bench. Incredible. Yeah, it was. Look, it was very different. I mean, I mean, you've got to, you've got to say that um, Erasmus and Nienalber have, have sort of proved that their strategy is well thought out and, and, and works. It, it might have been a one-off. It might have been a fluke, but... They kept bloody proving it. You know, they would they'd, they'd take uh, Ibn Etzebeth off after 55, 45 minutes. And I was like, oh, my God, what are you doing? And then the guy that they replaced him with is man of the match. You know, um, so I, I don't know. They, I, I just think they've got it right. They've, they've got the squad buying into uh, the strategy and the culture. Yeah, it was an incredible win from Stevie. How are you? Um, we had a little chat pre-show and you're a little bit down, you're a little bit tired. What's going on? Yeah, a little bit fatigued. It's been a long couple of days. Uh, all good. Took the little one to a farm this morning and there's no animals out because of the weather, because of the storm. <laughs> so that was pointless. So then I took her to the park and then I started lashing up rain. So 15 minutes later, I got back in the car, went home. And yeah, it's just been a long day keeping a two-year-old entertained inside the house when it's the weather's so bad. So yeah, but here, I'm now on. Chat to you, boy. So it's it's picked up again. It's picked oh, up. Oh, you liar! <laughs> it's your nose growing, mate. Um, honestly, key to parenting is just get them involved in an iPad. As soon as they can occupy themselves on <laughs> an iPad, you sort of. JB, Shocking. is it half term with you? Have you just been? finished half term? Had two weeks yeah. half term before a murder. Oh, it's private school. Get two weeks. Knew it. Yeah, so no, <laughs> yeah, they're they're just back now, Tom. So we've got a quiet house. Absolute <laughs> murder in the in the Caribbean, was it? Uh, no, 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 just Edinburgh for me, big guy. <laughs> I had a back spasm this week. Ever had a back spasm? Oh, yeah. Wow. Horrific. Been, uh, been immobilized. I'm on my rocking chair as well. Nothing. So, no, I've, I've been all right, lads. Um, what's happened this week? Nothing. No golf, no nothing. Just tin helmet on. Keep going. That's I went it. to Alton Towers for the last couple of days and made the classic error because I've got a 14. 11 and a four-year-old and I didn't bring a push chair so my four-year-old's 20 kilograms and I've had to carry him around front shoulders back just alternating Miserable. how far do you reckon I walked in one day uh it's steps or kilometers what do you want go miles go old school old-fashioned nice um six four. miles 
More than six. Eleven. Eleven miles. Eleven miles. Eleven. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah, exactly. I'm I'm gone, mate. My hamstrings hurt. My calves hurt. The lot. Shanks, it's not a bad thing considering you, you weigh 105 kgs. Yeah, and that's well, true. Well, every, bit, well, every bit of exercise is... Well, yeah, you, you say you that. six burgers at the same time, didn't you? Listen, listen, you say that. <laughs> right? There's one ride. There's one yeah. ride in the Splash Park where you have to weigh, because it's a double ride, and you have to weigh, and you can't go over 130 kilos. And my son is 20 kilos. And we had to get on, and they weighed us twice, and I was under. So <laughs> <laughs> That's a bonus for me. That's a bo- what are you weighing in at, Stevie, anyway? 105. No legs. No legs. <laughs> oh, is that the Minotaur? Remember that? It's like a little man's legs with the, the, the upper body of a bull. <laughs> Johnny Bravo. He's got a ballerina's legs. <laughs> Johnny Bravo, except without the hair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, lads, lads. We've um, oh, we've had enough preamble. We've had enough preamble. We could go on, couldn't we, for uh, God, at least yeah. another two minutes. But we won't. Thanks, if, we won't. If, if you invited me on more often, I might, I might also put a rugby uh, jersey up in the background instead of just a plain wall. I'm a bit jealous of you, fellas. You've got, you got some some good oh. memorabilia there. What's uh, What do you... Yeah, well, I got I got a few shirts for those that listen. There's just uh, uh, New Zealand, South Africa, and Australian shirt. A couple of teams I played against. Whatever. Um, <laughs> Is that Mandela? Did I come out of your pocket? You carry a framed picture in your pocket. Have to put it somewhere. Bob Skin starts in a room with two doors, which makes me think it's a panic room. <laughs> just, just in case someone breaks it. Anyway, right. We'll crack on with the rugby that has been on this weekend. Um, we'll start with Connacht versus Glasgow. Who wants to take this, Stevie or John? Come on. I'll go. Go, yeah, go for it, John. Love uh, it. I think they both look really good. I think Connacht were mm. my dark horses for the year. Shanks, you had Glasgow as your you had, you had as your winners. Um Glasgow went nine zip down and then came in back in with the most ridiculous try through Kyle Rowe. And it just get, it just went back and forth. I, I just think this guy, you can't see the picture, so I kill him, but he look, it looks as sharp as any nine around in Ireland at the moment. I wonder how far away he is from, um, you know, getting in the Ireland team or certainly getting the squads more regularly. But I think, yeah, Glasgow looked good. Uh, disappointed probably just to get one bonus point, but... Yeah, my overall impression, both teams are good. Both teams play good brand of rugby. A little bit flimsy defensively, potentially, for both of them, but probably two of the teams I enjoy watching the most in the league. Mm. Yeah, they've Forts, been, uh, yeah uh, there's 12. been a couple of... Yeah, there's been a... I think um, Big Joe Joyce has come from the Bristol Bears in the second row. He got man of the match in the first week. Um, very good again. A bit of weight and a bit of power in the engine room. Seamus Hurley Langton in the back row um, has been unbelievable. I think he made 19 tackles, two turnovers, eight carries at the weekend. Um, we know how good he was in the in the quarterfinal last year up in Belfast. And yeah, I, I thought Connacht very much deserved the victory. I know Glasgow um, that that last try, I think it was the Kilgallen try, the intercept try that sort of killed them off. But you know, an entertaining game. Um, Prendergast in the back row as well we know he was involved with Ireland so yeah there's a lot of guys and just to reiterate what John said about Caelan Blade like a hat trick last week inside 33 minutes very very good again um, this week round so yeah it's 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 all looking good at Connacht they're sitting pretty they're they're up there in the table um, and I th- I'm not sure anybody said that Connacht would win when we sort of gave our predictions last week but it was a very, very good game. Probably the, the best quality game over the weekend. Yeah, well, it does help having three home games to start. You, you look at that and you look at the Sharks, got four away games. Um, is it Cathal Ford? Cathal Ford? Yeah, Cathal. Uh, apart from the try that he tried to let the ball go, but it hit his foot and Kyle Rowe scored. He was very good last week. I think he's only played like 12 times for Connacht, but yeah. he's doing a good job. Whilst Bundyaki's having a little bit of rest, very impressed with him. Would you? Yeah. Be as well? Yeah. 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 Cahill's. It's not Cahill. It's Cahill. Cahill. Yeah. Um, Cahill's good. Yeah. Took over the kicking duties as well, didn't he? 
Um, mm. I think with Comet, like against the Ospreys last week, they should never have conceded what 26 points was it um, overall. And again, they conceded 26. So 52 in two weeks. Um, I think they need to tighten up a little bit. They give away too many soft scores. And that's an area that they'll, they'll be looking to tighten up on. But they've Jack Cardi to come back in. JJ Hammerhan's playing very, very well. So, yeah, there's a little bit of competition for places. The other guy that I want to give a good mention to is Dylan Tierney Martin, the hooker. He was in competition with Heffernan and Delahunt for the last two or three seasons, was in and out, in and out, on the bench here, start one game. And he is exceptional. He really is unbelievable over the ball as well. So a couple of young lads coming through, a couple of good signings. So for me, this Comet side are going to give most teams a match uh, over the course of the season, Shanks. Cahal is Irish for Charles, I've just been told. It's just come up on my screen, so didn't know that. Every day's a school day. Um, uh, who have got next week? Ulster. So in a good place, two from two. Well done, Connor, on the artificial pitch. Um, next game, we have Ulster Bulls. Uh, Bobby, do you want to hit us with your thoughts on this? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think um, when when the Bulls started the season, they were a little bit, a uh, little bit sort of directionless. You know, they've, they've had they've had a couple of changes in 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 ownership, which is which is taking a long way. But Ulster are looking um, as if the players that we thought had, um, I don't know, potential, but were, were, were underperforming, are suddenly ready to do that this season, which is exciting. You know, I think Doak for me has been has been very good i, th- I think um you know without the the yellow card the bulls wouldn't have got back into this game um and then you know i i don't know stevie what are your thoughts on on, on the new surface it's it, it was a factor last season because you know with the heavy rain it got very slippery teams like the bulls wouldn't have been able to have a dominant scrum etc and ulster actually had the best driving lineouts in in the league so a good home victory from Ulster. Uh, Bulls pushed them, um, as we know, but you know it wasn't really a reflection. I think Ulster had more control of this game, which they, they probably allowed the Bulls to slip in at the end. I, I think the Bulls will be away from home. They, they'll be happy with getting a bonus point, but they, 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 they'd want more more points from these games. I totally agree. I think you know it was three tries to two, the Bulls, the Ulster, but Ulster were definitely the team that we're in the ascendancy um, the whole way throughout the match. The pitch, Bobby, the pitch, geez. I just don't know about the pitch. Um, it's a big debate. It's a big debate, I know. And, and, yeah. and you know, the speed the speed, the speed, speed of the game that Ulster can play helps them. This helps them. But they also can't grind out a victory. You can't slow it down, be happy with a, a muddy environment. You know, part of the strength of Ulster for me is that it's a – it's a fortress when you get there. There have been a lot of um, games where, where you know, dri- driving rain, etc. The South Africans are not that happy to be there. Do you remember that Sharks game we did last week? We called Ulster went, I think, 21 in the lap. And the Sharks suddenly scored, you know, they scored uh, two tries in a row. Then they had, uh, or they had a penalty try, etc. Last season, suddenly they were on their way back. But Ulster were able to just squeeze the life out of them because of the conditions. I think the pitch might take that away a little bit. Yeah, and even at the weekend there, things you don't like to hear with um, Tom O'Toole. He played uh, the majority of the match. I think he nearly played all the match. He got, he got man of the match, sorry. And he's now going in for a groin operation this week. So the man of the match, the tight head prop, Marty Moore still out injured. Dave Ewers went off with an HIA. And there's somebody else went off with an HIA. So straight away, Ulster, who don't have a huge squad anyway, you're going, oh, Jesus, this is the last thing you need. You're heading away to Connacht. You're maybe losing two of uh, your more senior players, more experienced players. But, yeah, um, there's an interesting combo in midfield. A young guy called Jude Postlewaite. He was playing 12. Um, him and Hume at 12 and 13. And Jude Postlewaite, that was his first start for Ulster. He bangs really hard, 105 kgs. Very explosive, powerful. He played a couple of games. I think it was um, Cardiff away last year. Shanks, he came off the bench and, and performed oh, yeah. pretty well as well also. So, yeah, look out for him. He, he's a, I know Stuart McClucky is um, obviously, you know, Ulster's best 12, but this young guy, you know, comes with a bit of pedigree um, and hopefully we'll see more of him. So, yeah, it, 
for me, Ulster thoroughly deserved to win the match. And, you know, I think the Bulls need to need to try and play a bit more rugby. They're a bit one-dimensional still for me. There's no I, way I, I Tom Stewart think... should have scored that first try. Yeah. That, no. that was so easy. No. So even though is. he's a great, he's he's prolific. But yeah, still, can't even score. Still. you can't be scoring that, can you? But we saw it. We're talking about the Scarlet's game. We saw that in that game. It seems defensively, some of the South African sides at the moment are just a little bit off without some of the spring. But a lot, a lot of the teams are, to yeah. be fair, missing a bit of that now. So I always think also don't necessarily struggle against big teams. I think historically they, they always match up. Okay, whether that's Bobby's point of especially at home, historically, they've managed to grind it out and maybe the pitch plays a part in that. I think where Ulster come a little bit unstuck is against sides that have maybe don't have that level of power but have a bit more uh, nuance to their game, a bit more subtlety, uh, and that's when they get taken apart because they'll match people physically most of the time, but it's how they evolve. And actually, whether this pitch will force them to evolve a bit quicker because teams are going to play fast rugby when they come there. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, I've just had some information on the name Barclay, which is Scottish for educated, dedicated, good-looking, likeable, cool. And John, not very. <laughs> <laughs> there we are. Yeah, very good, very good, very good. <laughs> Done two names today. Thank you very much for that. Uh, right, Edinburgh Lions. Now, John, you picked this one out as your game of the weekend. You said it was going to be absolutely oh. epic. You said it's going to be amazing. Did it live no, up not. to everything you hoped for? Do you know what? I, it's the first game I've been down to. I went down just as a, as a fan, just to support the lads and took my kids down. And it was... How do you summarize Did you bring it? soup? Did you bring did you bring like homemade snacks with Surely. you? That kind my of dad, like apple my last one is fish and chips and burgers, and I brought soup. No, they um <laughs> it was just a bit average. The game um didn't really come to life. Uh, the only probably highlight was the Ewan Ashman try on his debut, comes on and scores a worldly try. Yeah. It was just a a really average game, very few times over you know, three, four phases. Edinburgh got taken apart at line out. They got taken apart completely at the breakdown. Um, Hamish Watson came back, got man of the match. But I, I think the good thing is that Edinburgh won. And I think last year, Edinburgh lose that game. And yeah. they've not really hit their straps. We saw them in week one against Dragons and they were okay. And we saw them, I, I watched them this week and they, they were probably okay, maybe slightly poorer, but... They're taking on a new approach to the game, kicking the ball a lot more. And that was where they were so poor last year, just trying to run everything, getting turned over in the middle third, really inaccurate with the ball. So um, um, clearly a change of tactic with Everett as, as head coach. And once they get their attacking game going, I think there'll be a decent challenge from most sides. Actually, despite the fact of what I said about how average I think they've been, I actually is encouraged me bizarrely because I think that they're trying to play the game in a more sensible way now. Yeah. Do you think they're going to be a team now that isn't going to want the ball too much? They'll be quite happy to survive off 40% possession and then they've just got um, Healy at 10 just to put them in the right areas. Are they, are they going to be like that? Which is a lot different to what we used to see. No, I, I, I well, I hope not. I, I just think um, I think it's probably quite smart coaching. I think they, they don't have the players... Of the quality that are away, of course. The guys that were, I think you've got someone like Duan van der Moer coming out, like Darcy Graham, Blake King or played at the weekend. Um, Pierre Schumann makes a big difference to them. So they've got guys coming back that will make a big difference. Jamie Ritchie. So they don't they don't have that huge abundance of talent below that. And there's some good players, yeah, sure. But I think once those guys come back, they just got I think that's a better model to play with, with that. Yeah. play a really solid game, kicking game, and then you've got enough X factor in there that can really create something from nothing. Mm. I think you need to win in this in your first three games. Otherwise, you just search for where that win's going to come from. And the season then just gets ahead of you because you've only got seven games in this first block until Europe. And we know what it's like. You've got to start off big and you've got to get some confidence from somewhere. So Edinburgh, mate, two from two. That's yeah. uh, without showing... Anything the really. Hand, really. Yeah, yeah, without showing yeah. the hand, yeah. 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 Um, we'll move on now to what have we got next? Leinster Sharks. Bob, Leinster Sharks. Now, as I said, the Sharks, four away games at the start of the season. That's savage. Mm. Whoever, who come up with these fixtures? It's a tough calendar, guys. I mean, you know, the, when you look at, you know, Leinster in, in front of um, 
home support sharks always knew it was was uphill um i think what what you know when, when the guys are putting the calendar together you've got you know you've got tours to consider you've got flights to consider you've got time away to consider and they're trying to get as close um as they can the urc what works for the urc they, well, well the urc have just announced um a change to that for next year and i think i don't think you'll have more than I can't remember if it's two weeks or three weeks or it's, or it's two sets of three weeks, but, you know, sharks are away for four. Uh, they're not all in, in the Northern Hemisphere, but it, it will be tough. And then when you've got Leinster against no. you and you, you've, you're missing, you know, four members of the Springbok squad, you're also missing players who've now gone from the Springbok squad to to France, it's always uphill. And, and Leinster just looked in control, but sort of cruise control. They, they, they didn't really get out of third or fourth gear they didn't they weren't really pushed too much i thought the sharks might have given them a bit of a, a rattle in the in the forwards because they've got some some young guys who've come through the south african under 21 setup and and they didn't really you know make a dent um yeah. but you know easy easy points for leinster i thought the sharks defended really narrowly um there was quite a few opportunities leinster had they didn't take them all but they ended up running the ball out from their own 22 they ended up kicking the ball out and catching it i just thought they were really narrow defensively with the sharks but i was impressed by leinster stevie um jamie osborne looks quality creative quality quality um another good center i play fullback um really versatile player question here lads so at leinster you have obviously sexton's gone Frawley, Harry Byrne, Ross Byrne, and now Prendergast. So Prendergast, that unbelievable crossfield kick, landed yep. straight into Tommy O'Brien's hands. Like, how much game time is this guy going to have? Jacks Nienaber's going to come in. You know, who's he going to prefer? I think there could be, you know, a few of these. Are, like, they, they can't all get game time every single week. So, like, how do you play it? Oh, excuse me. How do you play at your best? Get into international weeks when you're not getting regular chances like surely there has They'll to be, be moved a around couple of those lads move, move. Yeah, say, they, yeah. ha they have to be moved around like f that's four well i know frawley's been out injured a, a good bit as well but yeah like, <laughs> <laughs> who needs a 10 who needs a 10 most of the irish region provinces i think i think it's maybe ulster at the minute ulster. jj hanrahan's back um you know billy, billy burns seems to be he did, like Billy's, he's a good player. He's steady. He's really good when he's on the front foot. But I think in the bigger games, when Ulster have been on the back foot and not winning the collisions, like he struggles to manage the game a bit, a bit more. Um, and like when he first came onto the scene at Ulster, like he was his kicking game, he had a variety of kicks that put teams on the back foot. So maybe there will be a bit of a change. Um, David Humphreys, of course, is now the performance director so he'll be in charge of maybe switching things up so we'll wait and see what the space is mm, yeah well Leinster look good um there's no Just, doubt about that a little bit disappointed with the Sharks they, they've got a tough they've got a real tough opening couple of games they've got they're playing I tell you what they're playing I don't know whether you're going to be there Bob they're playing the Ospreys on Friday in the stoop which, which, and this is the Ospreys home game. They're taking them to the stoop. They're trying to grow the Ospreys brand, but methinks there'll probably be more South Africans there than there would be Welsh. Yeah, I think there'll be there'll be some great support for it. Uh, I know a, a number of people who are going. I'm working on the on the Glasgow Stormers game, so I won't be there. But you know, a couple of my mates are going down, um, and I think it's I think it's exciting. I think it's great that they. They're taking URC games into the centre of London. Hopefully, we get a, a team in London in, in the, the short term. We'll see how that goes. But you know, the Stoops a great uh, stadium, great surface. Uh, I think it'll be a good it'll be a good match. The Sharks shark probably are going to be focusing on that one to try and get a yeah. win away from home, Shanks. So the Ospreys yeah. will have their uh, hands full. Talking of teams needing to win, the Dragons lost nine sixteen to Cardiff. Um, they had good chance against Munster. They had chances against Cardiff, but looks like they're going to have a real tough opening um, start to the season because they've got Munster away, then they've got Leinster at home. Uh, it wasn't the greatest game, John. It's a lot like Edinburgh versus uh, the Lions. That was a that was a ball that the Dragons should have gone right. They regained the ball. They should have gone right. Angus O'Brien tries to chip it over. It's not on. It's charged down because he chips it too fast and Mason Grady goes and that was probably the highlight of the game it was the only try 
of the game. But there was a chance there for the Dragons to ship it to the right. They don't. And they get yeah. seven points put on them from it. Then you've got Jared Roster. Yeah, again. they do. Ryan did it again in the 22. Again, got another one. And I don't want to give Dragons too hard a time, but sometimes like, that that's like a... Those kind of kicks, flat, that's that's a, a something you'd see, you know, South Africa or, or Lens, one of these top tier sides. That's not something they're, they're practicing them. And I don't, and I just think if you're a Dragons, the way they play and the way they attacked last week was better, the week before, sorry, against Edinburgh. Yeah. They, they, they're industrious, they're physical. You know, Steph Hughes brings a bit of structure. To, and I think when they try and overcomplicate things, that's when they look their worst. They start panicking when they don't need to and they start trying to yeah, they look for things to. that aren't there. Just, yeah. And they they had they did have chances and they did have possession they did have territory. Um, Dane Blacker puts a kick through and Theo Cabango slips, and the ball is bouncing and it's just before the line and Jared Ross is waiting for it to pop up and then he ends up fumbling it over the line and it was a clear try. Then they don't play the wind that well in the second half and they end up kicking balls too long and then it bounces over the dead ball line and just little things like that. The car of defense was really good. In the second half, scrum a little bit of an issue, but Cardiff had to defend for large periods. And after last week against Benetton, it's a good win for Cardiff. And they've got their season off to um, one from two, which is which is important because, as I said, if you, you start looking for results, then you start looking for wins and you start panicking a little bit. So they'll be pretty happy. Um, I think, who have they got this weekend? They have got maybe the... They're good Scarlets. Scarlets, yeah. A derby. Yeah. So, yeah. They've got the Scarlets on a derby when it's Wales Barbars weekend. There's <laughs> <laughs> great arrangement of fixtures there. Um, Ospreys, Zebra next. Now, this was a good game. Zebra, guys, honestly, super impressed decent. by them. They're not from two, right? But they got four <laughs> bonus points. It's incredible. Slow start for the Ospreys. That's just Ruben Morgan Williams there. Doesn't come up straight, hangs off Luchin and Gessie goes through. And then they get hammered again by a second try. They get they drop the ball, the Ospreys around the halfway line, the Zebra scrum, wins a penalty, they kick the touch, and then they let end up driving the ball over, and all of a sudden they're net 12 0 down. But the Ospreys got themselves back into it. It was a really good game. This is a lovely bit. This is from a, a kick that doesn't go to touch. And Max Nagy keeps it in, just him and Justin Tipperick, one, two. And then it's just really good link play. Don Morris, it's Morgan Morris and Ruben Morgan Williams goes over. This was um, Justin Tipperick's 201st cap, which they were celebrating. Um, this is this is the wow. try, though, from Prothero. There's a little trip up, which creates a space. There, you can see it there. One of the Zebra players gets tripped up and Prothero goes through. Um, so he does really well. It's just really agile on his feet. Um, but it wasn't always down to Ospreys. Zebra throw the ball wide. They play with a lot of tempo and they get themselves back into it. So um, even though I'm talking about this, guys, you'll listen to it. Um, honestly, you know, go online, watch watch the game. It's really good. <laughs> I forgot yeah. I'm doing a podcast for a minute then. Max Nagy scores a good try. He cuts a really good angle off a good left-hand scrum, which... Um, Ospreys get some good game line from, but he ends up diving over and ends up injuring himself. It was oh, he had to go off then after about five minutes. I thought Zebra uh, looked good. I think they looked yeah, good they did, in both, both the they games. Did. I think the skill level last year and they they tried to run things last year because other teams run it and they ran them pretty averagely. And I think this year the skill level is much higher. Whether that's like you know long preseason or an evolution of, of a year mm. a year smarter, but. They look good, and it's, it's super condescending because they've lost two. But it's hard to They're see. Physical. Them they are physical, they look physical and they look, they look more organised. Not yeah, not the best without the ball, but I do think, having watched the first two games, I can't see them going another full season without winning a game. Uh, Bruno was good at fifteen. Yeah, um, he played fifteen all the wing. He was really good. Um, looked big, looked powerful, had massive boot on him. So. Um, but they need their players. They need their big dogs to stay fit. You know, when you start searching for the depth of the squad, that's when they may come a little bit unstuck. But as I'm a chat with Richard Hodges pre-game, and he's he's really impressed as he as he's going to say because he's just turned up there as a coach. But what he's saying is being backed up by what we're seeing on the field. So 
I really hope they win soon. Just hope it's not against yeah. a Welsh team. Yeah, it will be. Um, I hope it's against anyway. Ulster. <laughs> <laughs> oh. you do wonder, did we talk about last week? I don't know how much they're going to get, like what the Italian lads, what kind of shape they're going to be in coming back, having Italy were the biggest, well, one of the big disappointments the World Cup. Yeah, they were. Um, along with Scotland, probably. Are you going to say Shanks? Um, but yeah, you wonder what those guys are going to come back, what they're going to, what they're going to add and how they're going to find these wins because I think Benetton looked pretty good as well actually I know we'll get on to them yeah we will um we'll touch on Stormers Scarlets oh 52-7 well, 14 tries in two games I mean, there's, there's, yeah yeah there's any any really one surname to, to talk about here and that's uh Sasha Feinbergen Gomazulu who mm. is starting at 12 yeah he's, he's played at 13 and he's also played at 10 I mean this guy's the next uh, Andre Pollard mixed with Marnie Libuk. You know, he can he can kick from the halfway line and he can and he can run like Marnie Libuk does. It's just unbelievable. I mean, you know, sub himself off after thirty and then come on. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I mean, amazing, amazing um, uh, running rugby by by the Stormers doesn't really show that they're missing for there's there's the guy power. I'm talking about. I mean, mm. unbelievable. The kid's nineteen years old. You know, um, he makes amazing decisions. He's got got you know proper pace and 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 proper, I don't know, you know, old head on young shoulders if you want. Um, and that's what you need, I suppose, at, at that you know pivotal position of either ten or twelve. Feinberg well, we and and Kate well, we were they where were they playing the game? Are they trying to expand the Stormers kind of uh, supporters and reach out a little bit? Where where's the game been no, played? I, I, they have done that before. It's a good call. So it's played in Stellenbosch, um, which is it's still sort of Greater Cape Town, but okay. the Stormers um, uh, field is being reseeded, and it's just it's I think it's taken a week or two longer. So they they played a game out that way. As you can see, um, you know it wasn't packed. It's not really. I think that the universities are on holiday, etc. So it's, it's not great for them. Um, but the result they'd be pleased with and as soon as they get back the having you know having been finalists and and the world cup will will bump up attendance they'll have a great home crowd at, at uh, cape town stadium look forward Shanks, to that. Uh, Shanks, how, how does how does what does scarlet take from this trip because I, you know i i was there five years i find it really hard watching them at the moment and i know we're only two mm. games in but that's kind of two games in and it looks like they almost gave up in that game yeah it just makes your home wins now vital, and they've got the uh, they've got Cardiff and they've got the Lions next two weeks, which they have to win. They have to win at least one of them, probably two. I think the Bulls was an opportunity to get a bonus point because we say it all the time: if you um, uh, if you can take one point away from some of these big teams in South Africa, then you're happy. But to get nothing from it, to just get hammered, it's got to do a lot for your confidence. Just you just have to accept it. it's. We've, they played two of the best teams in the league away from home with half a squad. Um, how many? How many? I know that you said they've got. They had a few back for that game. You know they had Hardy played. I suppose there's still Fafita. Lousy didn't play. Obviously, get Ryan Elias. Win Jones plays a obviously British yep. Irish client. You look, Johnny Williams come back and he'll make a difference. Yep. Uh, Lloyd played debut. Didn't see. Didn't get to see much of him. But you're thinking who? Who's Davis? Sam Costello. There's a few. Mr. Costello will come back, yeah. So you think yeah. how do you come back and so yeah, yeah no, it's 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 not good. Like at least if you at least if you perform and you're sort of fairly happy with your performance and, and you're close and you push a team, yeah, then then you can take some um confidence from it. But the last two games it's no. it's a tough start for them, mate. Honestly, it's tough. But it just means Cardiff and the Lions now at home are vital for them. Otherwise, we're gonna see the same as last season. You know, yeah. we're just gonna see them lose all their games leading up to, to January, really. So, feel from a little bit when you look at other teams and you look at the way the structures, the season's structured, you know, they, they've had that, as we said last week, they've had a horrible start. So, hopefully they can come good this weekend and get a win. Um, at least we'll get one uh, Welsh team with a win <laughs> because it's a derby. Um, then we've got, you don't see many draws, do you, in rugby? No. But we had one, Benetton Munster, over in Italy. Um, I'll I'll brush over this one pretty quickly if you want me to, Shanks. Love to. 
Yeah. Uh, well, first, first off, Stevie, first off, Stevie, that Rhino Smith try, right? Um, yeah. I have to say, because I've, I've took some notes. 17 seconds they had after there was a, a break to organise himself. Ikachi, I think, you know, Ichizy carry, I think it was. But they had 17 seconds to realign. And they still get broke. And they still have an open. That, like, you shouldn't be doing that, should you? No, definitely not. Um, we had Graham Roundtree on last week, didn't we? Chatting away to him, honest as ever, full of crack. And he said, like, this game was dangerous. He's like, they don't go over there and, and beat Benetton off the pitch every time they go. I think last time it was 10 points. The time before that, it was uh, one point. Um, so, yeah, it's always tight games. But honestly, there was 29 lineouts in the game. There were 22 scrums in the game. It was just, it was. You're confused, it was you would have like, loved that. Oh, I would have loved that because it would have just hung on the edge of the scrum or stood at the back of the line. I'd scratch my ass, like, because that is, that is nuts. Uh, Monster had 63% possession, um, but they didn't do an awful lot with the ball. They didn't do much with it. And if anything, they were very lucky. Um, I think it was a Barry Murphy on commentary. I think he was probably raging that Monster actually won in the end because he gave him such a hard time through the commentary. <laughs> or sorry, got the draw in the end because he was getting absolutely rinsed into them. Uh, big Tomasa Hearn sneaked over, penalty advantage, penalty advantage. But I think there was a really important penalty kick in 74 minutes. Joey Carberry knocked it over and that made it seven or 13-6. And then as soon as that, Monster just believed and they could believe that they could get over for that to make it a draw. So uh, just to summarise, Shanks, Benetton are now on six points in the league, Monster in seven points. So I don't think it's been a bad start for either side um, in the in the league so far. Good summary. Yeah, no, I think um, Munster made 67 tackles and Benetton made 177 tackles. Now, you just, you've got to be doing more than 13 points if you've got that much possession. And that many carries, um, yeah. but but they couldn't. Um, and the only stat that matters is the scoreboard, isn't it? Just look at South Africa, happy to play without the ball, but just dominate the stats, take the points when they're on offer, and win World Cups for fun. Um, so that <laughs> that brings us to the end of the the rugby analysis. Thank you, boys. Um, some top work there. Uh, now we're on to rants of the week, which we do every week. It's what's what's gone on to piss. Any of you off? Oh, are you upset about anything? I've Steve, got, you're I've upset about being a <laughs> being at the park today with his daughter, being a manny, being a manny. <laughs> you're breastfeeding Brown today. Um... No, I do have, I do have one. It's the, it's the weather, lads. It's the weather. It's killing me. It's killing me. Come on, I haven't played golf in a couple of weeks. I haven't been yeah. to the park with my daughter in like ten days. Come on, it's horrific. All right, I'll we'll give on. you that. I'll, yeah, I'll, give, I'll give that to Stevie because I'll, I'll jump on board. Clock's going back. Clock's going oh, back. Nice. Kills me. <laughs> Kills me. Never happened to me growing up. I get here I've, every single meeting. I'm an hour late for or an hour early for this week. And <laughs> you can't I be both. Up, you an hour late or an hour early. <laughs> I said, oh, Rolex. I can't remember which one I am. My, my head's uh, up, yeah, upside down. Rolexes but aren't digital, are they? When I, when I get home, when I get home, it's already dark. Come on, guys. Come on. Play some rugby yeah. in South Africa this time of year. Let's have some sunshine. Let's make let's feel good about ourselves. Send the 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 um the, the podcast team down to Cape Town and we do some remote uh, location scouting, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. John can provide we want these in a vineyard, shouldn't we? That'd be nice. Oh man. Yeah. Oh no. Come on. Have to be a long one, wouldn't it? Yeah. Mm. We'll just you get some real content deteriorate. Oh you would. Find out what yeah, Tom Shankin really is. A couple of home trees. Um, I've got I've got one. Um Eddie Jones. I know it's not URC, but what an absolute clown. I'm sorry, but beyond, beyond kind of the theatrics and the pantomime that goes on to come in and do what he did and then leave and not bring guys to a World Cup who was their last World Cup and, you know, Michael Hooper, who he's now coaching the Barbas with, Quade Cooper, these guys, and just then just leave. I think mm. what an absolute 
well, yeah, there's not enough words for it. I think absolute clown. So yeah, and so maybe there's a rant. It was more just a rant to. Yeah, I don't know who that's. Now. Just, just a personal rant. You're just a just per- personal just rant against. against. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll, say I'll say. I'll say something right. on, on on Eddie Jones. No, I'm serious. I, I I don't think any of what he's done is the kind of stuff that we expect from a rugby person. Yeah. You know, there's very there's very little apologies. There's very little thank yous. There's very little like okay, I'll do my bit. But there's a lot of finger pointing and a lot of pointing back at the media and doing all those kind of things and and not turning up and and saying. Okay, I'll take this one. Even his throwaway line was like, you know, I have to eat whatever it is so everyone else can eat caviar. It's like, hold on, guys, the whole world can't be wrong. Go. Yeah, no, the best interview I ever saw was before he left for the World Cup. Well done, Bob. And he was just talking about the Australian media not rating him. And then he just walked off. the worst conference ever. He walked off with a little travel suitcase wheeling it down the airport oh. honestly it was amazing it's like leaving i'm a celebrity and uh, my rant is is food options when you go to theme parks i'm just yeah. i'm sick of having chicken tenders and chips yeah <laughs> like, that's a random food at edinburgh was garbage I can't, I can't seven quid it. come on i'm paying three quid of water i'm just like oh God, come on give me something healthy um, so anyway, there we are. Shanked, no? I'm not that organized, mate. Well, I wish, well, yeah, I wouldn't bring a, a cassoulet like John. <laughs> okay, he's had about a two and a half kilo chili in the van while I've been sitting there freezing, going, You know, what's for me? He goes, Oh, lucky the wife brought this down. Boom, he's yeah. hoovered the entire thing up. I've gone out to get a, a, a coffee. You just, yeah. Bob, you don't eat though. You, you, Bob, you just live off coffee and Guinness. Like Euro. <laughs> oh, I'd hate, to, I'd hate to be Bob's toilet with that combo. <laughs> um, right. The next segment, last man standing. Now, we tried this last week. Guys, can we take our time on this one now? We've been told we'll just, just relax. Now, name the match day 23 when Connaught beat Leinster in the 2016 Pro 12 final? No wrong answers. So, Bob, we have to name a player that was in Connaught's team in 2016 when they beat Leinster in the Pro 12 final. Um, This is tough. This is tough. Um, I've got got one. I'll 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 go first. I've I've got one. I've okay. got what I've got next. John I, 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 right, right, Bob, you first. I got, I got, I got, I got John okay. Muldoon. I know he should take your time, but that's my only answer. Okay. Um. Well done, John. I'll go Butler. No. Ah, oh, well done. Uh... Stevie, I'm out. Um, You're Irish as well, mate. You should be ashamed. I should know this, like, yeah. Tiernan O'Halloran. Oh, that's all I had. I had that. Bob, stop Googling. <laughs> I can see he's on his phone, look. <laughs> I'm going to know. Uh, oh, are you, are you still in, Stevie, or have you had yours? I had mine. I've got one, I think. Tiernan, I went with Tiernan O'Halloran, the fullback. Bobby, who can who can out half? That's why I keep saying it. Mm. Uh, well, Paddy Jackson did. Mm. <laughs> oh, <laughs> come on, celebrating. <laughs> um, False celebration. Mar- I thought it was him. Marmion. Oh, John. Nice. That's um, a great call. I'm not going to say this one, but Barkley was. Dan Parks knocked around at that stage. No, or was he gone? Is that your, is that your answer? Or, I don't know. Uh, no, 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 no. It wasn't my answer. I, wasn't, uh, I was just asking. <laughs> I was asking John. Uh, no, he wasn't. Obviously, uh, he gone. Uh, I'm still in. Right? Who have we got? Uh, I, I know. I got Jackson wrong. I know. I was thinking of McGinty. Oh, Bobby McGinty. I can't think. Uh... 
I think Jackson might have already gone to Irish. Or didn't he get in trouble that year? He might have got in trouble that year. Oh, you kick yourself, Stevie, when I tell you some of these. I've got one. I've got one. I've got one. I think I've got one. Is it start March day 23? Yeah. You got it's you to go, Steve, is it? It's me to go. Uh the wee winger that wore the gloves. We call him. He scored he scored, I think, a couple. But I'm gonna go for uh the prop locks. The prop. His name's Locks. His nickname's Locks. Why can't I remember his Oh, you're doing name, nicknames now, are you? I only remember um what's Locks' his first name? Yes, give it to me. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna go Ali Muldowney. Okay, it's down to Stevie and John. Bob, you're out because you got wrong answer. Um, but no, no, but hold on. Am I am I out or am I gone? You're out. You're gone, you're out. I went out oh, the first round. One and done. I'm gonna one go for okay. Mike Michael Swift. Swifty. Uh. Okay, well, John, you've got to get this right oh, to no. win. Or else, or else I'm back in. How is Swifty not in that? He must have been injured. Who's your man who plays Lucet? I think he's still playing. Uh, it's not, okay, back row. Who the hell was in the back row? I think that's the question, John. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we're all like. John, I have to did press it, you. Did it, did it, did it, Was Buckley? What about Buckley? I have to that's go Buckley. My, that's my answer, Buckley. Ah, oh, I'm back in. Oh. No, we're all we're all out. Oh, oh <laughs> hold on. Kind of a hold game of win. Okay. What the hell? It's a tiebreak between Stevie and John. Tom, very well managed eh, in terms of game shows. Yeah, thank you. It's very good. World class. You see me on the chase. I've got it. I've got it. All right. Go on. No, I don't. Right. I Mike get... McCarthy. Oh, I know. I know. Uh, go on. Mike McCarthy. Robbie uh, Henshaw. John, you get this right, you won. Robbie Henshaw. Yeah, Robbie Henshaw was in the centre. John Barkley, you are the winner. Am, right. I, am I right in thinking I've Googled John Cooney was playing? Fucking hell. Um, Jack Carty. Was, was he... Jack Carty was playing? don't know. Ben's gone. Kieran Marmion was playing. I gave that, Bobby. Come on. Yeah, Dave Heffernan. Yeah, yeah, you got it early. Dave Heffernan. Yeah, of course he yeah, was. Of course, of course. Well, well done, John. Anyway. You've won the last man standing. Thank you. Um, it's a big honour. It was... Congrats, John. Thank you. It means a lot. It was quite Irish heavy, that one, wasn't it? It yeah. sort of suited yeah. Stevie. Um, so maybe we'll try and get more of a generic one next week, if that's okay. Um, final thoughts now on weekend's preview. So Friday, we've got Glasgow versus Stormers. Um, Johnny Bob, start with you, John. Glasgow win that for me. Ooh, big sigh as well. You okay? I'm good, that. yeah. No, I think, I, think yeah. I, I don't know why I sighed. I just so drained after that victory in last man standing. Um, no, I think I think probably the, the fixture of the, the weekend, and I just think Glasgow are good at home and they're playing good no ruggers. Way. No, no, you're going storm it. No, um, no, Connop Connop v Elsa is the fixture, I reckon. That's yeah, huge. you're right. Um, so, Bobby, versus or something. I, I actually think um, Stormers are going to prepare better for this one. They got surprised last year. Glasgow knocked them over quite quickly. Um, they wanted all the points, and I think they'll they'll prepare better. But Glasgow at home will be tough. I think it'll be a cracking game. Yeah, it will be a good game. Um, Osprey Sharks. I'm going the Ospreys, even though it's a home game for them, which they're taking down to the stoop. Um, no I think the Sharks. I'm not seeing enough from the Sharks really to make me think that they're going to win this game from the first two games. So, therefore, I'm going with the Ospreys. Um, anyone else agree? No. Sharks. Okay, okay fine. 
Stevie, still there? You work, You still there? Someone wake him up. Sharks. No, no few. Get out. I had to think fast then for a minute. Face on. Speech time. Um, Saturday, Zebra versus the Bulls. Bob Zebra. Ooh. Go on. Yeah, I, th I think the Bulls should be good enough. They'll, they really need to pick up these points. They'll be they'll be pretty motivated to get them. Zebra, they, they had a close game against them last year, but then um, I think the Bulls should have too much firepower. Zebra are, are getting better, guys. I don't know. You know, Benetton yep. Lions, uh, I'll make comment on in a bit, but Zebra, I don't think we'll have uh, enough for the Bulls. Bulls as, me, as well for me, John. Bulls for me, Thomas. Yep. Um, we all go in Leinster versus Edinburgh. Yep. Apart from John, maybe. Yes. Okay. Think I think about it. Sure. Yeah, okay. I think it'll be close. And Leinster at home are going to be too tough for Edinburgh if they play like they did last week. Scarlet's Cardiff. I'm going Scarlet's at home. I think they'll be desperate. Um, first home Scarlet's game of the home. season. Big derby. Yeah. Home advantage. Agreed. Scarlet's. Okay. Uh, Munster Dragons. Munster. Dragons. Oh, Steve. I'm only joking. I'm only joking. Dragon. Are you being serious? I got you there, Shanks. I got uh, you. Uh, Munster. Yeah. yeah by, by, okay. by a distance. <laughs> uh, Connaught versus Ulster. This Connacht. is good. This is this is my a game. Draw. A draw. No, you can't do that, Steve. You've got to choose one. You look at the Ulster game at the weekend there, Stockdale's in form, Dave McCann in the back row was excellent. Hopefully if Dave yours is fit, again, the problem is props. Up front, yeah. Props, yeah. If there's going to be a number of scrums on a good 3G surface, no slipping, they might come unstuck there, but... They're playing a really good. They're they're playing well. Like, I know they got a scare in the first round. They're they're playing well. So, but so are so are Connor, eh? So, uh, where is that? Is that Connor? Ulster. Yes. Yeah, it's out. It's out Connor. I'm gonna go Ulster. I think Ulster gonna do it. Uh, we knew that. Just kept us waiting for ten seconds. Um, Sunday, <laughs> then we got Benetton versus the Lions. Uh, Benetton for me. Benetton. <laughs> Benetton, yeah. Well, Bob, you as well? Yeah, I well, think so. Gonna be I a, think so. I think it's going to be a great weekend. Yeah, it? it'll be a great game. It's going to yeah, be a good weekend of rugby action. Um, thank you to Stevie Ferris, John Barkley, and Bob Skinstead. Stevie, I know it's Wednesday. It's burger night. We'll let you go. Um, thank you all for listening. Uh, just make sure and remember that every game you can watch live on Viaplay. Thank you. Good night. Good night.